Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is a shortcast from The Word. It's like a podcast, but short. Hello, this is David Hepworth, our special guest at our Word in Your Ears show at the Lexington on February the 27th, is Eliza Carthy, Stella, daughter of Martin Carthy and Norma Waterson. And to get an idea of what we'd have in store on that night, I spoke to her by phone from Yorkshire, and I started off asking her, as is traditional... What kind of music was in her house when she was growing up as a child? Well, all sorts. My, um, aside from the actual live people that were in the house, because my parents were always very hospitable and really uh, pretty much took in any wandering musician that was, uh, you know, in the area at the time. Aside from that, there was all kinds of things. My my dad is very fond of Mozart trumpet sonatas to wake people up in the morning, and uh, my mum was very fond of calypso music, having lived in the West Indies for a long time. So we were, uh, yeah, we were we were listening to to trumpets and Kitchener in the kitchen, <laughs> and the Mighty Sparrow, and Alan Lomax field recordings, and Motown, and um, my dad has a bit of a soft spot for Snoop Doggy Dog as well. So that's <laughs> kind of <laughs> when he was Snoop Doggy Dog and not, you know, what he is now. Um, so, yeah, all, all kinds of stuff, really. It was, uh, it was a good house for music. So when did you develop your own particular taste, different from theirs? Oh, I never deviated from their taste. No, no, I didn't deviate. I didn't go off message. <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I suppose I started liking things that they didn't like in my teens, like everybody else, you know. But um, I, I have to say, my my parents are pretty tolerant. They uh, they weren't entirely um, they weren't entirely into everything that I was into. I, I did I did sort of tolerate um, Stock Aiken and Waterman for a bit, especially the guy with the deep voice whose name I can't remember now. But uh, yeah, they they, they 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 weren't they weren't massively keen on that phase in my life. You know, I. Uh, Oh, yeah, Rick Astley, there you go. I, I had a Rick Astley single and I slept with it under my pillow for a bit because I thought he was nice. Um, 
Yeah, they weren't they weren't that fussed about that. <laughs> but the nice thing about having parents like mine and being taught about about the continuity of music and that is that that um, nothing's out of bounds really. Right. The only things that are out of bounds is rubbish, you know. Right. What can you? What can you remember about your? Can you remember your childhood bedroom? I just I'm always fascinated by this. Can you describe your childhood bedroom? I can. Yeah, it was it was a sort of long thin room in a, in a farmhouse. I grew up I grew up on a, on a farm, so um, it was a long thin room with a with a pine door with a little window above it, and uh, at the back of the room it had white wallpaper with. Um, flowers on it that was like sort of green green paintbrush strokes with little with, with red paintbrush strokes coming off them to sort of represent little flowers and I had a set of pine bunk beds next to each other and then loads of crap <laughs> that was my that was my childhood room it was full of crap and bo- boxes of crap and yeah pictures of Bruce Willis Pictures of Bruce Willis. Go on. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I was I was a big moonlighting fan. I liked moonlighting, and, uh, and therefore, Brucey baby, we used to call him. Did, did you have ornaments and things that did? Did you collect stuff that young girls very often collect? Did you go and collect? I kind of did. Thing? I collected. What did I collect? Rubbers, erasers, you know, <laughs> and wind-up toys, and um, My Little Ponies, and. Right. Cindy dolls. They still make Cindy dolls. I'm I'm sure sure they do. I'm sure they do. I'm not sure they do, you know. I think Cindy may have fallen by the wayside. She may be a fallen comrade in the toy wars. (laughs) (laughs) So, talking (laughs) about... Her plain looks. I had a brilliant thing. My favourite Cindy was actually... she uh, She was a space girl and she had pink hair, which was brilliant. She had like a silver dress and pink hair. So you haven't still got any of those things? No. No, no, I don't. I may have one My Little Pony left, but when I, uh, the first boyfriend that uh, I lived with, um, marched me down to the charity shop with all my, <laughs> with all my My Little Ponies in a bag, whole thirty of them, brute. So made you put away your childish things, literally. He did literally make me put away my childish things and made me give them to to children in Africa. I'm not sure how pleased they would have been to have them. (laughs) So talking talking about further rooms, um, where do you live nowadays? Funnily enough, I'm currently living in one of my childhood rooms. My my (laughs) mother was very ill uh, just over a year ago. She was in a coma. She she got septicemia and uh, was in intensive care for about four months. And um, uh, I had a baby in that time. I have I have two children now. And um, myself and my partner decided to move to Robin Hood's Bay, which right. is where uh, from Edinburgh. That's where my where my parents live. Is where I'm from. And we were living in Edinburgh at the time. We decided to move here to uh, sort of help her convalesce when she got out, which was which was about this time last year. And uh, and so yeah, we we moved we moved down here just uh, just over a year ago, and I've been looking for somewhere to rent in Robin Hood's Bay since then, which is almost impossible, right? Um, because it's all second homes, and uh, yes, 
there's a very lovely house just around the corner that I'd very much like to live in, and it's sitting empty all year round kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I, I'd like to stay here actually. While the, while the children are small, it's a it's a good place to grow up. And and I've uh, one of the things that happened this year with my uncle Michael dying as well. Um, he died of cancer in the summer. Is that um, our family has has really. Um, We've really sort of banded together again. I mean, we all we all grew up on on the farm, on the Yorkshire Moors, and we were we were very very close knit, you know. And one of the things that this the, the, the sort of the bad things that happened in the last year has done is it's really brought this family back together again. Right. And so this been, this this is the water- a lovely experience, you know. It's just been nice. So I'm, I like being here with the children. It's it's working. So is it, just to. Uh, it, Cover this. Your mother is enjoying better health now, thankfully. She is, yeah. She's, Good. She's doing very well, actually. She she, uh, she walked up to the top floor. It was a three-story house. She walked up to the top floor of, of the house, which I don't think she's done in a couple of years. Uh, she walked up the other day to see what I'd done with the rooms. I'm really quite glad that I tidied that, that day, <laughs> lying in bed. And all of a sudden, there she was at the door. And uh, it was it was amazing. She's she is doing a lot better. Yeah, so good. Physiotherapy to go, and um, she's uh, starting gig- gigging again in uh, in August. We're we're putting together the the gift band, which was what we were doing when she uh, when she fell ill. We're putting together the gift band again to 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 start working again in August, which is exciting. She she always comes alive when she sings. Excellent. Now you're doing uh, one of our Word in Your Ear shows on February the t- uh, 27th mm-hmm. uh, at the uh, at the Lexington across at the road. The local, yeah. At the local. local, it's our local. It's literally across the road from the office. Um, and, and you're going to do that with your with your full band. Yeah. Um, d- d- tell me, I, I went to a gig last night, uh, and I once again shocked and amazed by the number of people who seem to spend their time at gigs. Talking or texting, or or videoing or whatever. Have you have you as a performer got used to this yet? The little glowy screens that are pointing at you. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, you see, I was I was I was brought up in the folk clubs. You know where you're supposed to keep quiet and be polite and things like that. And and uh, so <clears throat> I have seen. I enjoy a bit of atmosphere again. I, I don't mind it if people are chatting within reason i mean if i'm doing a traditional gig and i'm stood there singing unaccompanied just me you know and someone's having an animated conversation with their gran on the phone or whatever then yeah i would probably get pissed off but um i you know uh, uh, an informal standy uppy kind of an evening i I wouldn't mind if it was in a theater (laughs) if it was in a theater and they were discussing what to have for dinner with their boyfriend who wasn't there. I might be annoyed. <laughs> well, that, no, very... she never did. She did. Oh, my God. That sort of thing. That would be uh, right in the middle of, you know, a murder ballad. That would be annoying. <laughs> oh, well, uh, the, the audiences who come along to work gigs are usually impeccably well-behaved, so you won't have any problems like that. <laughs> so so what, what, what kind of show can we expect on that evening? You're going to have your, you're going to have your band with you? I am, yeah. I'm going to be doing the uh, I'm going to be doing the um, the Neptune material, the Neptune show, and uh, I like my band. We uh, we are live, and Neptune was made very much live, and um, it's a it's a good sound. 
it's, it's sort of very representative of the uh, of the album. We all sing. Everybody sings. Everybody plays. It's, it's good. I like. Uh, I like them. Right, as well. They're, they're good-looking chaps, my man. <laughs> okay, ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, to be honest, it's, it's mostly ladies. <laughs> I do have. I, do, I just, uh, somewhere along the line, I seem to have acquired more women than men. I don't know. That wasn't it, 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 it. wasn't meant to be that way, but it has ended up being that way. Okay. And, they, and they, they they rather rock hard, and they wear blue rubber high heel shoes. Which, uh, which the blokes will never do for you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, to, to give people a taste of what they can expect, we'll play a tune from, uh, from Neptune now. What, what, what do you suggest? Well, actually, I think you should play Blood on My Boots to get a good idea of what's going to happen. I think you okay. should play Blood on My Boots. Blood on My yeah. Boots. All right, Eliza Carthy, we look forward to seeing you on the 27th. How lovely. Thanks very much for talking to us. No problem at all. Blood on my boots, blood on my boots, blood on You've been listening to a Word shortcast. For more information, go to www.wordmagazine.co.uk.